0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello, Rive.
1: Right. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're gonna to talk about communications. I guess if uh, you know, if you're trying to fight the man or you're trying to do anything, the only way is uh, with secure communications. You know, they always say uh, communications are the keys to uh, you know to success. Being able to communicate with your your uh, your forces, your whatever are really vital in in whether you're successful or not and the big thing that governments throughout time when they're fighting wars is is trying to you know have secure communications you know you, you think back to like the navajo code talkers with world war ii and you know the different things the uh, the enigma machine you know with the, with the germans and how vital a role these things played in you know the history of warfare, and it really makes a difference. And I mean, honestly, you could even go back to George Washington and uh, and and that guy who spied on him. Who is it, Kevin? Who
2: uh, eludes me? Uh, uh, I can't think of his name right now. But he was real big on uh, invisible Invisible Ink. And uh,
1: George Washington was, yes,
2: yeah, yeah, and uh, codes and things like that. He had a, a massive spy network during the uh, right. War for Independence.
1: And yeah, exactly. No, So, you know, traders, all that stuff will, you know, infiltrate and whatever. So finding a way to communicate securely is, is definitely going to be a huge resource. And the sometimes by being the small, unorganized, kind of not established group, I don't mean unorganized, But that might actually play to your advantage because you're able to keep your information tight and and close knit and, you know, it it pays out. But basically everything we do is being monitored in some way or another. And we all know that. And we've discussed, uh, you know, PRISM and and the different things in the NSA and, and what their job is and their role in our country. And so, Kevin, who's listening?
2: Well let's uh let's start with a rundown. Now after um the Snowden uh, information releases, some things were changed legally. So now the uh the NSA can't just um uh keep track of every single phone call and every single text message. Unless um, you're the president. Right. Well <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Yeah, see? Well, all right, so that, but they can still access your records. Um, 2017, the NSA collected uh, 534 million calls and text messages. Uh, they haven't released what they did in 2018 or 2019. Um, but, I mean, think about how many people are, there's, there's 330 million people in the United States, so they're not collecting everything, but they're collecting a huge amount. Um, Google and Facebook, Google, Facebook, Apple, and five or six other companies are re- legally required to give data to the NSA. That means that the NSA isn't collecting the information, but Facebook, Google, Apple—all of them them are, and they can. Uh, the NSA can access that information with a with a warrant. Which apparently they just give out warrants left and right now. FISA courts are just giving them warrants for everything. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Uh, all security devices are exploitable thanks to the NSA. That's because um, they coerced manufacturers into building vulnerabilities. That means that your information can be accessed by almost anybody that knows how to do it, illegally or legally, and nobody nobody knows the difference. Right. and of NSA... Course, go ahead. I was
1: going to say, whenever the government can't get the information legally... They're like, oh, well, we'll just take it illegally because we know how to do that because this is our business. Right. And then they utilize that information to get other information that they can use in court. Mm-hmm. And it's kind right. of a shady system. I'm sure they might argue with you that that doesn't really happen. but uh,
2: Yeah, now, well, I mean, it's it, it's clearly happening, though. Uh, everything I've read is basically saying that, that the government is hacking into everybody's devices illegally and accessing information that way. The NSA can track your phone now. Basically, they can track you where what? you're at all the time by you know by what do they call it tri- uh, tower tri- tri- triangulation tri- yes. triangulation yeah right well,
1: that and it's constantly updating GPS. I don't even think they really need that. I think it's always saying you know hey mm-hmm. I'm right here.
2: Right now, the NSA doesn't actually track your phone. What your, trail, your cell phone company does though. Well, and, they're
1: looking out for you.
2: Right. And they're required by law to give it to the NSA. So like, yes, the NSA isn't collecting it illegally. The companies are collecting it legally and legally have to give it to the NSA. So that's how they get her. That's, that's their work around there. Um, then uh, tracks everything you own and buy, Ooh. um, by monitoring and hacking credit card networks, payment gateways, and wire transfer facilities. So, you know, I I just uh more recently have started using cash more and more, you know. Right. You finally come take over the team and carry it in my pocket. Yeah, finally uh finally stopped using my card for nice. everything. Chuck's Chuck's been up on that uh, a lot longer than I have, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And people are always like, You're crazy. Why do you use cash? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Well, that's right. That's right. How many firearms do you own? How many uh boxes of ammunition do you have?
1: Well, it turns know. out they, the they know. <laughs> well, yeah. they know because the government fills out forms, but uh-huh. requires forms when you buy firearms, but not with uh ammo if you're buying it in person. Uh-huh. Um although I have ordered small quantities of ammo off the internet, but very small actually. Yeah. All right. I think my total, well, that could be because New York never let me do it before. And now that I'm in my new state, I've only just had this door opened up to me. Mm -hmm. But with that, I think we're under, uh, under 500
2: rounds. All right. All right. So you just got a small little, uh, a small arsenal, small arsenal. All right. Yeah. I saw, uh, I saw somebody uh, was arrested and they had an arsenal and a massive, massive stockpile of ammunition, which is like, they said, was over a thousand rounds. I was like, really? Okay. That's, yes, that's massive. I guess. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like a crazy person, huh? Crazy person.
1: How could you ever shoot through a thousand rounds?
2: That's impossible. Only a crazy person would need to. I mean, could you even
1: count to a thousand?
2: I mean, come on. Really? Seriously?
1: That's just crazy. All right. So they're listening is the bottom line. Um, the bottom
2: line is they're paying attention to what you're doing and what you have been doing. And they can access what you have been doing um, all the way the back. Path. I think it's uh, in the United States right now. It's just a year. Oh. So a year back. Now.
1: Now they're uh, only keeping it for a year or, or yeah, they always
2: started the all right. They're saying that they're only keeping it for a year.
1: Okay. I like that. Yeah, uh, That's I assume if you're like the terrorist and you're going to do something, you're probably the last year is going to have at least the most relevant information, you know, right. prior to you committing right. an evil act. Right.
2: And obviously, if they're tracking you, then they are storing that information from when they start tracking you all the way through. To oh. So it's not a, just a year. Once they start uh, I'm not off once the they hus- start watching you. Yeah. No, they can keep that information forever.
1: I I do understand that maybe the FBI could actually have teams of people who are sifting through. Mm-hmm. How many FBI agents could there really be out there if uh, if we all have our own team? You know,
2: I don't know. Every time I look up, like the uh, the amount of people that work for the NSA or the CIA or the FBI, it's like shocking. It's oh, I shocking thought I thought
1: your computer people. just dropped out. And, uh you know, <laughs> everything went blank, and and you got a knock at the door from the pizza man that you didn't order.
2: Right, right, something like that. All right. So, how how do we communicate securely between one another? Uh, you know, when we're we're trying not to be watched. Um, there's a couple of different ways to do it. Um, there's a couple of apps that you can download on your phone uh, that encrypt uh, encrypt all your information. So, uh, the first one I got here is Signal. Uh, it's an app you can download. It's uh, supposedly the gold standard for encrypting uh, message messages um it's encryption is open source so like all the nerds out there can just like go through it and like search out flaws yeah you know always just fixed immediately you know they just keep you know people keep trying to trying to get through it and anytime they succeed that is that loophole is closed up nice so that one's that one's pretty good. The only problem with that one is uh it's I everything I read, like there's it's questionable whether it if it's on an Apple device, whether right. it's truly secure. Okay. So don't use Signal on your Apple phone. Or don't um, use
1: an Apple phone.
2: Yeah. Skype used to be private. Um but the US government has fixed that problem. So oh, Skype excellent. is no longer uh is no longer secure well, they're they're keeping us safe that's right that's right um dust formerly called cyber dust is in-, in encryption and this is interesting because it doesn't store any of your messages and you can set it up so that every conversation you have is immediately erased after you're done after you're like done that. now that sounds text. interesting your phone there's no, there's no record in there of. of now this is audio, like iPad. Skype, or. Yeah, this is well. That's that's um uh that's a messaging. You know you oh. can uh, send files, you can send uh, like text message type things. Okay. Um, the one I use is now these all the ones I've named so far are free, so you can just download this. Go to the app store, download these for free. Um, the one I use is the WhatsApp, and that's Wait. free. That's an encryption. And that is used. Uh, use the signal uh, encryption that we were talking about a few minutes ago. Um, now you can use that to uh, talk on the phone, phone conversations. You can use it for text messaging. You can send files. Um, it's pretty good. And that one of the co-founders was Jan Koma, and he grew up in communist Ukraine, where mm-hmm. you know subversive conversation was against the law. So he kind of saw. Uh, encryption and private communication as being in- incredibly important for democracy. Um, now, your search-, search history stuff, that's just there. That's, you know, if you go back through a year of your search history, yeah, you know, I mean, that search history knows more about you than even some of your family members. Uh, one of the guys that I uh, was listening to was giving a TED talk about about search histories and he said that uh going through if he went into your search history he can find something that's either uh illegal that you that you did or embarrassing at least so sounds accurate to anybody he could find something like that so i mean that's that's really something to think about when you're typing all the shit in your computer like i am constantly doing um yeah i mean i'd probably probably they could get me on on uh, something you know
1: yeah but I thought that in means- America we we have free access to information no that's not a thing
2: yeah no it's not really a thing um, Now there's some other stuff that's uh, that's um, the encryption has been slowly increasing the quality of it uh, as it gets you know broken down and, and fixed now. Originally, DES was the uh, data encryption standard that was okay. uh, developed by IBM. That's now crackable with modern computers. So they stepped it up to advanced encryption standard. That's AES. Now, that's what the federal government is using for their information, is advanced encryption standard. Now, you can get this uh, this through, um, uh, through browsers and different things like that. Uh, Tor is one of the one of the forums of the AES. Um, so, I mean, it's there's there's ways to get around uh, being watched if you're careful. And there's cheap ways to do it. You know, all those apps that I mentioned, the WhatsApp, Signal, uh, and Dust, those are all free. You can just get those, download those, and message through them. But the person that you're messaging has to also have that app.
1: Right. And that's like, like I use a, a secure email uh, account that that comes from another country. But if the other guy on the other end doesn't have that same secure thing, and I've yet to meet a single other person who has it, Uh so it doesn't really do much, you know? Right. Um, you know, you have to be paying attention both ends. However, that said, I think it's kind of clear that really whatever you do on your phone, you shouldn't trust it as being secure. It's probably not. Um, a lot of us do go with the mindset of, well, there's a billion people and if they're, you know, looking at a billion people, then why is mine going to stand out? Well, the question is, what are you searching? <laughs> is yours going to stand out? Right. Cuz <clears throat> computers are smarter than you think, but the bottom line, they have to, you know, be triggered by something. But there's so many different key phrases and things you could say that might put you onto that list, you know, and, and where they listen to the phone call. And then if somebody does listen to the phone call or the read the text messages, they're going to be like, Oh, you know what? He's just talking about his great podcast and mm-hmm. uh, how he, he loves those prepping badass guys. We do too. So obviously this guy is sane and right. he'll let old. you go. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's, that's my guess of how it plays out.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. The FBI loves me. I'm sure. Yeah, see.
1: I'm and sure. they're oh, you know, Kevin. Sure. We yep. like his dog. Yep.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, yeah. So I just, uh, just got the body armor in, uh, the dog body armor.
1: Oh, uh, excellent. Save. Excellent. And the stuffed Tannerite dog for the quarter.
2: Tannerite dog. out yeah, In the back and the, in the, in the living room.
1: And, uh, yeah, the, that's disturbing. The, uh, the other thing, uh, the Tor browser is, is something kind of neat. Now, the Tor browser was actually created by the U.S. Navy, which is kind of an interesting fact since it's so evil, right? Right. And in theory, every time you use the Tor browser, you're helping the government. Now you're saying, I mean, well, Chuck, you're that's
2: a... more secure, right?
1: You're, you're you're making a twisted argument that doesn't make any sense. But what's actually happening is it was created so that the government could have undercover agents who could stealthily go and do things and be unique individuals who, uh, you know, who don't have a trace behind them. Mm -hmm. And when we, the more people who use the Tor browser, the more you make it secure, believe it or not, the more that you, uh, you know, basically make it, a bigger network where it makes it more impossible to pinpoint any one thing. You know, if only five people were using it, they'd be able to tell, but what's happening is you're actually allowing government officials to utilize more secure stuff on their end. However, if we all live in this anonymous world, then that sounds like freedom. So I say, go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, The Tor browser is something that you could just type into your, well, you can download and and get a uh, browser for your computer that, you know, it's something you can search probably in Google or whatever. And Google will keep that information just in case anybody's looking and you get the
2: idea. Right. Right. Now, so if we want to help our government, we want to download the Tor browser and only search through the Tor browser. I mean, Excellent. if you're looking out for the home team. Right, right. All right. I'm pro-America. I'm willing to encrypt all my information. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. He's now, today. And, and by the way, if you didn't catch it, the Tor browser is the evil dark web.
2: Right, right. Pirate Bay.
1: My understanding, and I guess they want us to believe this. I don't know what's really true, but they want us to believe that Basically, like every other person they're offering to kill your wife or, you know, sell you heroin or, you know, get get you small children or something. Mm -hmm. They want you to believe that, like, every third person is an FBI agent. And honestly, it could be. I don't really know.
2: Yeah, I I would recommend not hiring somebody online to kill your wife. I mean, that's probably not the way to go.
1: No, okay.
2: Now um, we are all used to doing, using, uh, phones and the internet and different things like that, email, text messages to communicate with people. But, and even if you have your stuff encrypted, um, you know, that's a step up, but it's still, you don't know how encrypted it is because the guy, go- you're always finding out the government has cracked this or that and hasn't said anything for the past five years. And turns out that they had this information the whole time, whole, right. The whole time that they figure out how to,
1: you know, the encryption is, is weak, but how often does the government demand that a company or device turn over all their, you know, information? So you're always kind of exposed.
2: Yeah. 534 million times, apparently. There you go. In, In what year? So, all right. So, all right. So we're, we're, We've got a message that we've got to send to somebody. We uh, are scared that it's going to be seen. We got to figure this out. So, what's what's some other options that we got? Carrier uh, pigeon. Carrier pigeon. There you go. Uh, my idea, or my uh, the best, most secure way to do this really would be to memorize the message, write down a different message, and run all the way there. So just run your ass to, uh, you know, to the next state over and tell the person the message. Excellent. That's that's how Hannibal managed to, uh, during the, you know, the uh, Punic Wars in Rome. That's how he managed to communicate. And the only way he ended up losing in the end was because he sent two runners that were both captured and they had both written down the actual message. Uh, And that's how they're able to track him down to where exactly he was going to be and where he was and get his ass uh, encircled.
1: In my research, I did read of a a king who uh, tattooed the message on his slave's head. Nice. He sent the slave.
2: That might be another option. There you go. Tattoo that shit.
1: No, I don't know. Do you you tattoo it and then let the hair grow back so they can't see it? Then when he gets there... You shaved your head. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, it seems like the timeline there, you know,
2: who knows. Mm-hmm. And if you tattoo it on the back of the sleeve, <laughs> he doesn't know.
1: Exactly. He's like, I don't know what's up there. It could be anything. <laughs> um, So that, that's another option you may want to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing you could uh, look at. Now, a lot of times it actually ends up being the very simple things.
0: Right. Like
1: say, You know, you come up with a plan where you're like, all right, we're going to, you know, we know the government's going to, I don't know, Um, we know that Iran is going to attack on a certain day and we're just waiting for confirmation on a time. And what if you had, if they were going to attack at two o'clock, somebody comes out with a green shirt and... And, you know, if it was going to be four o'clock, it'd be a red shirt and whatever, something, you know, some subtle signal like that. I'll be wearing a hat or, you know, something like that where you just, Oh, you know, there's the guy that way. Nothing's written down. It's all predetermined and nobody even realizes when the message is delivered. Um, that used to be a pretty decent technique, um, that people go for, uh, Another thing you want to look at is uh, dead drops. Um, dead drops, you know, they'd say, oh, well, you know, you'll go drop it by the garbage can. You know, we always see these TV shows where that's how they catch them, you know. Right. when Whenever you kidnap somebody, they got to drop the bag of money on the trash can in the park, you know. That that seems to be the uh, MO. Right, but, for the movies. Uh, you could also do, like, I mean, the secret codes, but like I was saying, you know, green shirt, wearing jewelry, doing, you know, something unique. Um, They used to talk about uh, the ciphers based on books. Now my concern with that is if something is transmitted like over the the phone call or, you know, you you send it through Morse code or, you know, who knows what you do over, over ham radio or whatever. um, You could say, well, you know, based on this printing of the book, we both have the same book and, you know, page 227, the first letter and that kind of thing. And, you know, like you always take the second sentence, the first letter out of the paragraph or the third word or whatever, and you go through it. But believe it or not, computers are smart enough to put this stuff
2: together now. Right. And they can map out sentences Right. That are encrypted in these. And
1: figure out what books and whatever you're doing because everything's kind of stored in this data. Now, I would say if you're passing this information along by word of mouth or on something that has to be typed in, mm-hmm. unless they're outright looking for it, it's probably not going to get picked up. And that's the big thing. I mean, face to face meetings with people you know. Are really going to be your go-to. Um, I hate to say it, runners and stuff, and everybody's kind of limited by that same thing. I mean, obviously, if if the federal government was going after a small militia, they have the uphand because you know the small militia isn't typically going to be able to break government encryption. You know, you're you're kind of at a loss, right? However, you have heard the expression "loose lips sink ships." Mm-hmm. Well. If they don't keep their information tight, you know, tight to the chest there and uh, in the upper levels, <laughs> then there's a good chance that somebody knows where they're going to go and and whatever, and that information gets out.
2: So yeah. one of the reasons Germany lost the war is because they got uh, drunk with hookers too often. Who hasn't seen that play out though, really? I mean, that's really, that's really a big, a big part of it, man, is that these hookers would uh, hook up with these Nazis and get them all shitty and start talking. And uh, I mean, information gets passed that way very easily. Right. Uh, you trying to hide something, be uh, be wary of scandalous women. That's all I'm saying. Who
1: isn't, you know, over and over again, I will say when I was in Israel, when I was a young sailor, there was a bar and it turns out the, the Russian bar in Israel because okay. obviously mm-hmm. and you go and it's it's some old timer uh, who you know says he was uh in the Russian Navy and he was on a submarine or something, and uh this guy'll chat up sea stories all day long with all the sailors and everybody that comes into port, mm-hmm. and I can't help but wonder if he's not collecting information, right, but I do know that people were sharing information. Mm -hmm. and that's the kind of thing you know you get around somebody who's friendly possibly a pretty woman Mm -hmm. um maybe it's a handsome dude i don't know you know whichever way you swing you know whatever but uh your thing is whatever your thing right um but the bottom line you got to be careful what you say and and how secure you know things are you got to be paying attention and obviously putting all your information and all your guns and everything else on facebook you know facebook's now keeping a record of everybody's uh serial number for some reason they don't want you when you whenever you post a photo of a gun they're indexing all the serial numbers that go up on there is the latest thing that i've heard um i don't know how true that is but also actually they're getting to the point where they don't even want to see a gun on there because you know they are horribly offensive and make people cry right it's terrifying So, you know, whatever. Bottom line is you need to start thinking in advance of how you're going to, because setting up ways to communicate before people are watching is the key. Um, You know, if everybody, like I said, if you were doing like a book cipher, if you got everybody their book and whatever, and you didn't order 10 copies through your Amazon account that the government's going to get a list of, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Maybe that's the time to use cash. You know, Kevin will be like, "Oh, look, you know, Kevin's the FBI agent and he comes and he's like, wait, this guy bought 16 copies of the catcher in the rye. Mm -hmm. I know what's going on here, you know? And so you got to watch out for that kind of thing. Now you saw that subtle tip to the catcher in the rye. I don't know. Maybe if, uh, People read history. They, they understand that. I don't really know. But mm-hmm. anyway, my, my subtle hints. Do you like that?
2: I catch her in the rye from a bookstore. They actually have – you know, bookstores actually still exist, believe it or what? not. You can actually buy books from the bookstore. You don't have to order them on Amazon.
1: Well, I've seen one that's like beer and books mm-hmm. or, you know, or it's a coffee shop and they have the novelty of having 100 books on the shelf. Right. That you could purchase while you're there. I don't know.
2: Not yeah, really no, sure how that works. Store that's in a basement underneath a, uh, underneath a uh, bar and chocolate shop. Two separate places. It's not it's not a chocolate shop that sells beer. Right. So that, that would, would be, be ridiculous. ridiculous. Yep. Right. Right.
1: Oh, you you thought it would be good. Okay.
2: But I mean, it's it's kind of uh It feels like I'm being private because I'm going down through this, uh, you know, this uh, basement door into this bookshop and i'm i'm sure the guy working there is working for the cia he knows what's up right
1: and when you you put it in is it is it a solid bag like oh how about the brown
2: paper bags where you now, slip new it york, in and nobody can see through i live in new york and unfortunately they have banned all plastic bags now hmm. now when i go to the grocery store i have to carry all my canned food out in my arms like a like some sort of a caveman <sighs>
1: That was actually what pushed me over the edge to move. It wasn't you're... the guns and the, the everything yeah, else. I was the like, really?
2: No longer has bags there. You, have you to don't have your... bags. Come on! Kills the sea turtles, dude. Damn the sea turtles. I don't know. You know what has a sea turtle ever done for you? Honestly, exactly. Fuck them.
1: And if Bye. I live on the beach, I have to keep the lights out half the year or something. Yeah,
2: I, I have to. Ask for a straw when I go to McDonald's in New York. That's how ridiculous it's getting here. They won't give you one. You have to ask them.
1: Oh, see, we we have them here, but there's a sign that says, please make the right choice and don't use a straw. But the straws are still there. Like, there's just a little sign.
2: Right. What am I supposed to drink? The upside
1: upside that was totally different than New York is uh, all the beverages here come in styrofoam. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, and that point. always
1: freaks me out. I'm like, styrofoam still exists? <laughs> what is this? Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Now, actually, in defense, McDonald's doesn't have the uh, the styrofoam. But the sty- every yeah. other yeah. business I go to, they, they're all uh, styrofoam cups.
2: And I'm like, these people are genius down here. But who knows? Yeah. Good stuff, man. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the giant... Uh giant pacific garbage patch which uh you know whatever dude i feel like we should just uh rope that whole thing in and make it a floating island i'm into it start growing some vegetables recyclable Mm -hmm.
1: the island has become a symbol of recycling If, (laughs) if we turn it into something right um yeah so bottom line Think of a way now, start coming up with plans and how to communicate and kind of work something into your, you know, into your group or whatever. Um, Just find ways to prepare yourself,
2: Uh, you know. You know, now would be a good time. It's not crazy to just go on your phone and download some of these messages, you know, one of these secure messaging apps just to have it on there and you got it. And, you know, you can have whoever else download the same app. I'm going to get Chuck to uh, download the WhatsApp, and then we can talk back and forth privately about uh, secret about things, our secret stuff.
1: And we'll be like, what we
2: do is secret. Mm-hmm. I'm going <sighs> to text him, hey, dude, I need you to ship up some straws and some plastic bags. <laughs> Smuggling straws. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it's a sad day for America.
2: What are you going to so, do there? I'm- what? They're <laughs> uh, banned 24-ounce um, uh, sugary drinks. So, I mean, it's – I can get two 12-ounces. That's fine. But I can't get a 24-ounce or anything. Well,
1: they're looking out for you. They don't want you to turn into a fatty boom you know.
2: That's right. That's right.
1: Um, nope, not bad. So, bottom line, you know, be on the lookout. Come up with a plan. Start to, you know, integrate these things, all these tools – When you think about it beforehand, that's preparing, you know, that that's the whole prepper idea is to do it when it's accessible, when it's easy and whatever, and just, you never know, you know, you may have to smuggle straws back and forth, you know, into the state and, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to keep your options open. Do you really want to have to put your lips on a glass that anybody could have drank of beforehand? Mm -hmm.
2: That's right. I could have been tongue in that glass right before you showed up. <laughs> right
1: no, before no. you showed up. And have uh-huh. you seen them wash dishes in a restaurant? you got <laughs> to realize right it's disgusting. So mm-hmm. I'm just putting that out there. You know, Straws may be a real thing in your future. Mm-hmm. And by preparing that, or you may want to just stockpile straws. That's you right.
2: That's right. That I could was,
1: be the other way.
2: I was disgusted the other day. Somebody gave me a uh, – a cup with a paper straw in it. It's and uh, I mean, it's at first I was like, all right, this is a little bit weird, whatever. And then about five minutes later, the bottom of the paper straw had just turned into like mush and I couldn't yeah. suck anything out of it anymore. I <laughs> did just suck really and hard. It and... glass, like, a, you know, <laughs> like some sort of, you know, uh, like a peasant. That's gross.
1: Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. You know, I'm sure all you Californians out there know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. Uh, as far as uh, the world, Kevin, or should we be scared? What's going now, on I, out there?
2: Not too worried. Uh, it looks like um, we almost had a war with Iran last week, but it looks like they just started killing themselves, and I think we're done. They trampled 40 people at, in a, at the funeral, so they knocked them out. And I mean, then uh they and they're shooting down Airplane. their own planes, yeah, flying and, over their own country. Uh, huh? I mean I was kinda kinda fucked up because there are a lot of people that weren't Iranian or American on that plane. You know, they're Ukrainians and Canadians and and unfortunately a lot of people were like they had gone to co- you know, gone to school, then gone through college and gotten the PhD and did all this shit and then uh all that fucking work and then they fucking got killed before they they before got they even any of that information and get into anything, so let that be a lesson. To anybody, don't go to college; it's a waste of time.
1: Excellent, excellent choice. The, uh, my understanding, if you, uh, Israel won't accept anybody who's been to several countries, and and one of them is uh, Iran. Right. If your passport is stamped from Iran, they won't let you in Israel unless you know. Unless certain circumstances, you know, whatever. I'm sure there's exceptions to every rule. Had you just followed Israel's advice, you could have just saved this whole thing. But actually, Mm -hmm. I don't even know, did this plane touch down in Iran or was it just flying over Iran? I know it it was filled with...
2: It took off out of the Tehran Tehran airport. Okay. So it it was leaving Iran. They're trying to get out. Who hasn't seen that play out? And I think it was going to the Ukraine and then uh And then go Canada to... or something? Yeah. Something along those lines. Did you know that Canada has the largest uh population of Iranian people outside of Iran? I didn't
1: know. that. No nope. to me. That's mm-hmm. disturbing.
2: But yeah, apparently uh we don't have to have a war, we can just threaten it and then they'll kill themselves. So you know, good on you. All right. So movie great along. Um I guess that's uh
1: what we have for today. I don't know. So, work on your preps is what I can tell you. Also, some uh, new sign-ups for Patreon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard us mention. We haven't brought it up in a while, but uh patreon.com if you're enjoying this podcast, want to help out. It does cost a little bit to keep it going, 20-30 bucks a month something. Plus, me and Kevin give up our valuable time. I could be out trying to pry open my truck door with a crowbar. You know, there's other things we could be doing. Um, (laughs) There's issues.
2: We won't. We're recording this at at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I've had to stay sober all morning until now. So, I mean, this is like we really do suffer a little bit. But whiskey Um, is
1: right around the corner. uh, I mean, I'm just starting out with coffee and yeah. yeah.
2: I started out with coffee and then I put whiskey in the coffee and now I'm going all right here.
1: Right. So patreon.com slant prepping badass. You can give as little as a dollar a month. Something to do throws us a little something to keep it going. Um, We're not exactly getting rich off that. You know, we don't really hit you up with ads. I have heard that tack pack has some excellent selections coming up in the next month. If you do want to check that out. And if you use the code badass, they're going to hook you up with some extra cool gear. So that does pay off. Um, I did hear that the February pack is going to have $200 items coming out of American made items coming out of like Texas or something. So that may be something you want to get in on. If it's it's too late and you already missed it, I don't know what to tell you because I kind of read that like a, two weeks ago and uh, uh, maybe, but either way, it's something you might want to look at into. So you don't miss it next time. Um, also, uh, reviews help us out. If uh, wherever you're downloading this, uh iHeartRadio, radio, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever, if uh, you left the review and uh, talk about, you know, if you enjoy this, you don't, whatever you like, Kevin's hair, you know, whatever it is, we appreciate it because it it helps keeps things moving
2: forward. You know, Kevin's hoping to be a celebrity one day. So, that's right. That's right. If I can be a celebrity without ever like divulging my entire name, or my likeness, or anything about me, that'd be fantastic. That if would. So nobody knows what I look like or anything like that. Perfect. You know, if or somebody I, don't ever right. come up in a restaurant and ask for an autograph, no, right. you don't do that. No, not into into it. Um, right. You do want to get a hold of us, uh, and uh, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want, I will send sa- send you an autograph picture. And then, of who you know, just get that out of the way? Of, of who? Of me? Of me? Oh, My okay. Likeness. <laughs> Did your kid draw it? No, that's actually never going to happen. I'm never going to send send <laughs> you an autograph picture. <laughs>
1: Um, If somebody out there wanted to make a meme of uh, maybe like a shadow person and put (laughs) Kevin, help make him famous, we'll share that around the group a little bit. Um, I don't think that I'm willing to put the time into it, but, you know, if somebody wants to put that together, you know, it could be like, uh, who was it? You always see the uh, the blank. I I don't know. I think I'm kind of going back way back a million years to uh that skateboard movie, uh Search for Animal Chin. And then oh, yes. <laughs> that. Yep, that
2: was uh, Lance Mountain and uh, yeah, yeah, a of- all, yeah, the Bones Brigade, right. Yeah, uh, back in the day, the skaters back in the day. We're we're getting old. Mm-hmm. Um so Charlie's Angels. He's famous, nobody knows what he looks like
1: man maybe wilson from home improvement you know whatever whatever you gotta do right so with that stay safe
2: and we'll talk to you guys next week the survival and basic badass podcast is a proud member of the self-defense radio network
0: Country. rules were not created by man don't miss wild country wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m eastern presented by primos speak the language waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment you're listening to the waypoint podcast network brought to you in part by hunt stand the number one hunting and land management app oh my god